Jesus, we're so grateful, Lord, for this place that you've given us, the shelter that you've given us, Father. We ask that you bless these tithes and these offerings that were taken up, Lord, that you continue to bless this ministry, continue to bless all the families here, Father. Uh, in these difficult times, Lord, you have provided for us and you continue to provide for us. You have not failed us, Father, and we're just so grateful for your love and everything that you do for us, Lord. I ask that you um, always bless us, Father, with uh, more and more of your wisdom, Lord, and your strength, Lord Jesus. We also ask, Lord, that um, the word preached tonight, Lord, be able to reach the hearts, Lord, of those that are in need, Lord, and just open up opportunities and new paths uh, in following you, Jesus, and getting close to you. Uh, again, Father, we're so grateful for everything you do, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated this evening. Good to see everyone uh, here. As mentioned before, uh, praying for those that are uh, recovering and and healing from uh, sicknesses and just different things uh, that the Lord may be able to restore them. Amen. God bless the group this evening. So God bless the kids' classes and uh, the youth. God has been good to us. He's worthy of all our praise, amen, and he receives uh, all the honor and everything that he does in our lives, and uh, we're just so grateful for what he does and how he's protected us and taken us through uh, this journey together. Uh, nobody uh, said it was easy, nobody said it was going to be easy, but we know um, with him um, we have resolve, we have uh, strength in him. Uh, Dios bendiga a todos esta noche, hermanos, y que uh, sabemos con el Señor que no importa lo que estamos pasando en nuestras vidas, que con Él lo podemos pasar. Eso, las, eso es la más importante cosa. Sin Él es más difícil. Uh, con el Señor uh, estamos uh, viendo éxito. Y gracias a Dios en esto. Uh, no es en vano servirle al Señor. Uh, hemos visto esto en nuestras vidas, hermanos. It is not in vain to serve the Lord. We have seen this in our lives, that we have found uh, our shelter. We have found our protection in him. Uh, and that's why we're here. That's why we worship and believe him. Uh, it, it's important for us to get gain ground in that and find stability in that, brothers and sisters. In a chaotic time, in an unstable time, it is important for us to find stability in Christ. Es importante, hermanos, lo que to, todo lo que está pasando, el confusión, no importa lo que es, si es el virus o si es el quién que va a ser el presidente, no importa lo que es, ahorita hay mucha confusión. Uh, es importante uh, para nosotros para ganar uh, nuestra, um, how do you say, stability, estabilidad, estabilidad. Uh, que confiamos en Cristo, que, que es nuestra uh, fundación. fundación. Uh, y uh, es importante, hermanos, que... Um, Confiamos en Él. Si sí, ahorita estamos entendiendo uh, mucho um, uh, cosas que están viniendo a nosotros, mucha confusión, como dije, porque Él no es el Dios de confusión. Uh, we know right now there's a lot of confusing things that are happening. There's a lot of confusion in the world. Uh, and there's a lot of things being thrown. If it's the virus, if it's the who's our next president or what's happening. There's so much stuff that's coming at us that we cannot fall, or, fall into temptation of being unstable 
as many others are unstable, we must gain on to what is stable, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. And what is stable is his word. His word is stable. You know, right now you couldn't, you know, don't buy a calendar for 2021 because you don't know what it's going to look like. But we know with God, we know that it's going to look like uh, him protecting us and sheltering us. But so, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, and it's important for us as adults to uh, um, uh, project that confidence in our children. Uh, hermanos, que es bien importante porque muchas personas uh, no, no saben que va a traer 2021, pero sabemos con Cristo que vamos a vencer, que vamos a tener las fuerzas con Él y que su voluntad va a pasar en nuestras vidas. Eso es importante en confiar en su voluntad en nuestras vidas. Nosotros sabemos que su voluntad es perfecta y, y Él sabe lo que necesitamos, Él sabe lo que vamos a pasar, lo vamos a poder pasar con Él. You know, he knows that whatever comes in 2021, we're going to be able to pass it in him and go through it in him. I tell you one thing right now, you're not, you can't buy any insurance for 2021 right now. You think you can buy some insurance for 2021. Hey, I want to have insurance for 2021. They're going to tell you you're crazy. I don't know what 2021 is going to look like. If 2020 looked the way it did, I don't know what 20, but I tell you one thing, you can buy insurance in Christ for 2021. And we know that, and for the rest of our lives, amen. And we have that trust. And that's what brings us joy and happiness is knowing that God is uh, with us and God is for us. Uh, and that's why we're here and that's why we got to be hopeful. Uh, es importante, hermanos, que confiamos en el Señor. No te van a vender seguridad por 2021. Ahorita si pides a alguien, hey, no sé qué va a pasar en 2021, ¿me puedes vender seguridad? Te van a decir, no, ni sabemos qué pasó en 2020. Pero el Señor, eh, eh, tenemos seguridad en Él siempre. Porque es nuestro Dios y Él nos ama a nosotros. Sabemos esto y amos, uh, tenemos confianza en eso. It's so beautiful to have confidence, amen. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, I was talking to somebody uh, last week, and um, and their father works in the emergency room uh, here, I think here at the Scott and White here in Horseshoe Bay. And they said that everybody that they were doing blood tests for, um, uh, for the, that were that tested positive for COVID, they lacked vitamin D. Uh, and uh, every one of them, every one of them lacked vitamin D. So, you know, it's nothing new. Uh, we've mentioned that, that it's important to take vitamin D. Uh, and vitamin C, this is not a uh, paid sponsorship right now or, or talking about what you should be taking. But uh, how interesting it is when uh, your blood tells you what you're uh, deficient in, what you're lacking. You know, that there's something that you're lacking in, something you should be taking. Uh, it's a Im- very important vitamin. It's sunlight. It, just in case people are, aren't aware of that, it's what the sun gives you. The sun gives you vitamin D. So some of us were inside all day. We're not outside and there's others that are outside all day and they get enough of it but for some of us it's important for us to be taking that and it was very interesting when that person told me that that one little thing uh, also can allow other things to not your immune system to go down estaba hablando con alguien que tiene un papá que trabaja en el ER la emergencia emergencia como si es ER though brother how do you say E and R? Pásalo de qué eso, brother. No se dice, no se dice en en México así, bro. E R. No. No estás en México ya. Se dice E R aquí por emergency, emergencia. Pero tiene un papá que trabaja ahí y que estaba diciendo que la sangre que estaban sacando de las personas que tuvo el virus le faltaba el el vitamin. 
todos lo faltaban eso. Y que importante es ese, ese vitamin. Yo estaba pensando que para nosotros uh, uh, es, ver, es bien importante tener todas las cosas ahorita en, 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 en nuestro uh, espiritual sistema. Para que no estamos peleando una batalla ahorita uh, que, que no sabemos es, es una batalla espiritual. You know, brothers and sisters, and I started thinking about how important it is for us to have uh, our immune system, our spiritual immune system built up. And our spiritual immune system lacks, you know, it needs a lot of things. It can be short of a lot of things. And, and you can start to see this is the diagnostic part of our, you know, how, how are we here? Are we struggling to praise God? Are we struggling to worship? Just because we got a lot of burdens on us, we got a lot of stuff on us. What are we lacking in our immune system? Estaba pensando, hermanos, que nuestro espíritu necesita muchas cosas para que nuestro salud está bien. Y la salud del espíritu está bien. Pero necesitamos preguntarnos qué los falta. Si estás si está sufriendo, no estás, no estás pudiendo alabar a Dios, o, uh, ni, 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 ni sabes cómo alabar a Dios, uh, necesitas preguntarte qué, qué me falta, qué me falta, qué me falta para entender eso, para agradecer a Dios, porque Dios es bueno. Uh, y hay, hay muchas cosas que uh, ahorita los falta, y por eso tenemos uh, el, uh, ten, estamos agradecidos que tenemos un lugar donde podamos recibir su palabra. Where, that's why we appreciate that we have a place that we can come here and receive his word. And hopefully we can receive his word uh, and, and understand that the devil wants to distract us with a lot of different things while we're here. And he will distract us and our immune system is affected that way. And, and we continue to go through struggles and we continue to go through uh, problems and tribulations. The title for tonight's message is, I want to know my purpose. El título por el mensaje esta noche, hermanos, es, quiero saber mi propósito. ¿Cuántos de nosotros queremos saber nuestro propósito? How many of us want to know our purpose? We want to make sure we're living our purpose, don't we? We want to make sure that we are living our purpose to the max, to the fullness. You know, some of us might think that we're not in the perfect job, but that might not be your purpose. A perfect job might not be your purpose. There's something that's greater than that, and, and we want to understand what that is. Muchos de nosotros podemos pensar que no estoy trabajando en lo que es mi propósito. No estoy hablando de algo físico, estoy hablando de algo que, que uh, dio el Señor en nuestras vidas. Y es importante para, para nosotros, para preguntarnos, ¿estamos viviendo este propósito en nuestras vidas? It's important for us to ask ourselves, are we living this purpose in our lives? This is why struggles come, this is why problems come in our lives, because sometimes we're not living to the purpose that God has called us for. Por eso muchas veces, hermanos, vienen cosas y pasan cosas porque no estamos viviendo nuestro propósito del Señor. Creemos que lo estamos viviendo. Estamos viviendo algo, pero no es el propósito del Señor. Estamos ganando cosas, pero no son de Dios. Y como, como ha dirigido el pastor, que nosotros podemos a nosotros bendecir. Y no es, no es que es bendición de Dios. Porque estamos perdiendo todo, estamos perdiendo nuestra familia, nuestra familia se está perdiendo. ¿Por qué? Porque no estamos viviendo el propósito de Dios. We could, be think, we could think that we're living the purpose of God in our lives, but we're blessing ourselves and we are, are, are creating our own purpose and it's not the purpose of God. The purpose of God is, is, is a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's a flawless thing. It's a thing that we're going to talk about tonight and it's important for us to talk about these things as we try to understand more of what God has called us for. Uh, if we turn to Ephesians 1.18, we're going to start there in Ephesians 1.18.
praise the Lord. Ephesians 1.18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And it says right here, Alumbrado los ojos de vuestro entendimiento para que sepáis cuál sea la esperanza de su vocación y cuáles las riquezas de la gloria de su herencia en los santos. It says here, Paul says here to the Ephesians that our minds may be enlightened to understand what the purpose is of his calling. What is this hope? Hope is purpose, you know, we are going for something. And it's saying here what, that we may understand this more and, and God may show us more and that one day we may wake up and say, I understand. I understand why I've gone through things. I've understood the, why I went through problems. I understood why this trial's right in front of me. Because if I would have had this trial before, you know, you know, the, the Lord might have uh, known that I couldn't have passed it, but he, I can pass it now, that he may enlighten us. Como dice aquí que uh, alumbrando los ojos de vuestro entendimiento para que sepáis cuál sea la esperanza de su vocación. Estamos pidiendo ahorita que, que el Señor ilumbra en nosotros qué es nuestro propósito. Nuestro propósito uh, uh, no, va, no va a ser algo que uh, hemos visto en otras personas. Muchas veces, muchas veces eso es donde viene la tristeza a nosotros porque estamos viendo otra, vi, otra vida. Estamos creyendo, queriendo ese propósito. Estamos creyendo que va a ser es, ese propósito nosotros, de nosotros. And many times we get depressed and we get disappointed because we see somebody, somebody else's purpose and we desire that purpose, we wanted that purpose and we're not receiving that and that's where the depression, that's where the want comes from us. I wanted that purpose and that's not the purpose that I've been called for. And that's the problem a lot of the times is that we, stay, we stand still instead of moving, looking for what God has called us for and the purpose that he's called us for, we stand looking at somebody else's purpose thinking that, Oh, that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And sometimes it doesn't even become spiritual in what that is. Sometimes that gets turned into other things like, uh, you know, I, I, God could have uh, uh, moved mountains for me if I, if I would have stayed in the spiritual realm, but getting into a physical realm, I, st- I, I got stuck. And it, it, this climb has been a lot slower as, I'm, as he's waiting for me to recognize what he's called me for. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos pidiendo algo, como dije, que no es de nosotros. Estamos viendo algo, queriendo algo que no es de nosotros, nuestro propósito. Es el propósito de la persona que está cargando, lo está llevando. Pero muchas veces nos quedamos no moviendo porque estamos en depresión, queriendo algo que no era de nosotros. Pero el momento que, uh, que Dios el, alumbra este propósito, Es como viendo uh, un raya en el camino, sabiendo dónde necesitamos caminar. Enseñándonos lo que debemos hacer. Por eso es bien importante esta paciencia, pero muchas cosas como estamos hablando, uh, que ahorita es el tiempo de agarrar 
uh, ese entendimiento en su palabra. Para que cuando está viniendo cosas podamos aplicar la palabra en lo que está pasando. La palabra de Dios siempre va a alumbrar el camino para nuestros propósitos, para nuestro propósito. It's important, brother and sister, for us to understand that the word of God is always going to illuminate the road for us to our purpose. If we're going through something, the word of God's going to come to you. He loves you that much that he will bring the word to you. He'll bring something. If you're going through something, if you're confused, the word comes. The thing is sometimes that we are so looking at something, another purpose that we're missing that God is trying to pave our purpose. Some of us get stuck in, 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 be, in feeling insufficient in things. And that's not God's purpose. God isn't, you know, uh, trying to point out insufficiencies in you. He's trying to encourage this king or queen that's inside of you to reach your, your full purpose. Why would God say you're insufficient in the purpose that he's called you for? Muchas veces, hermano, estamos, no, 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 no nos sentimos suficiente en cosas. Ah, no tengo entendimiento en esto. Ah, también me falta esto, me falta esto. La paciencia es bien importante. Pero la cosa es que estás recibiendo, estás creciendo. Estás comiendo la palabra de Dios. Porque se lleva tiempo. Pero la palabra va a venir en, en momentos que lo necesitamos en nuestras vidas. Y más que eso va a alumbrar el propósito que Dios tiene para nosotros. Y esto tenemos confianza, lo hemos visto. En, en años, yo, yo lo he visto en mi vida personalmente Yo quería cosas pero Dios quería otra cosa Y qué, qué bonito es Dios que no entendemos Porque a veces hasta que pasan los años Y podemos ver este, este era el, el propósito you know, Being young and being ambitious I, I could conquer the world and I could do this And I could do this and I'm the best at this And I'm going to do this and I could do this And I could do that And God had a different plan for me. And it was perfect. I don't ever regret God's plan for me. Or I, I, I never look back like if I would have just made that decision differently. That's got me at a point right now where it's like, look, don't miss what's written for you right now. What's on the road for you right now. I don't want to give room to looking back. I might have enough people that are doing that for me. <laughs> I don't need to do it. I keep my eyes forward looking at to what God's promises are and what his purpose is in my life. If we turn to 1 Peter 2, 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We've read this before. A holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mas vosotros sois linaje escogido, real sacerdocio, ¿es eso? Sacerdocio, gente santa, pueblo adquirido, para que anuncéis las virtudes de aquel que os ha llamado de las tinieblas, a su luz admirable. That's, this is important, brothers, for us to recognize that the Lord has called us and his first purpose was to take us out of darkness. 
do we, we, we get too confused in, 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 in what our purpose is. If we're still in, in darkness, if we're still, if our eyes still wandering to darkness, that we're not, we, we haven't even got to the line of the, of the race of starting our purpose. Something is pulling us backwards instead of a, us looking forward into his marvelous light. Es importante entender que la primera cosa que el propósito que tuvo para nosotros es quitarnos de las tinieblas. ¿Qué son las tinieblas? Las tinieblas son todo lo que estamos viendo atrás, todo lo que pasamos. Por eso es importante siempre, puedes pensar siempre lo que pasó en, en el pasado. Hay muchas personas que yo, yo, yo puedo ver que sus vidas están viviendo en lo, el dolor del pasado. ¿Y por qué estamos viviendo ese propósito? Cuando Dios lo ha llamado que vemos la luz que es maravilloso que Él tiene para nosotros. Que está enfrente de nosotros. Todos nosotros tenemos una historia que podemos decir, que, podemos, que pueden ser un vista de, de nuestras vidas. Pero te va a quitar del dolor que es en el pasado. No, ¿qué te, qué te quita del dolor del pasado? Viendo el, el, el cosa maravillosa que está de frente de nosotros. El propósito que Dios tiene para nosotros. De quitarnos de esa vida. How beautiful it is, brothers and sisters, when we stop looking at the past. The past all will bring us hurt. Many of us have stories of the past. They can make a movie. They can make a docu series of, of what our life has been in the past. It don't matter. Our past don't matter anymore. If we want to see what's beautiful, it's what's in front of us and this marvelous light that he has for us, what's in front of us. And what's so powerful about that is that a lot of the times your past was like a gym membership. And it strengthened you into what you are today, what's going to take you into what's tomorrow. And I tell you that there's people that are looking and are hungry for the word of God right now because they're so confused. They don't know what to trust anymore. They can't trust in anything anymore. You know how much people that they don't trust in anything anymore. That we have got to shine in these moments and illuminate in these moments because we know that God has not failed us. God has told us that this world is ridiculous. So we're so grateful that we're not of this world. As Peter said here, let's read verse 10. Which in time past... We're not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Vosotros que en el tiempo pasado no erais pueblo, mas ahora sois pueblo de Dios. Que en el tiempo pasado no habías alcanzado misericordia, pero ahora tenemos misericordia en Dios. Now we are his people. And our purpose is to live as his people. It's difficult. It's difficult. When we're, when we're a religious people, it's difficult because we think that just because we step in here that it's enough. And there's some things that, you know, that are, are keeping us uh, from those next levels in our lives. There's some things that we think that, you know, we're living a God-filled life and we're not. We're just, we're living a hypocr hypocrisy. This is the difficult part. This is the, the struggle. This is where we get here sometimes, and we don't have ganas. It's not because the day was hard and it was long, you know, because the days are being cut shorter and shorter. It's why? It's because we're not living our purpose. We're living a masquerade right now. We, we don't only have, you know, masks that are covering us because of this thing. We have other spiritual masks that are covering our hearts. 
And help us, God, and we rebuke these things. Why? Because there's other purposes that we're wanting to live, and there's other lives that we're wanting to live, and we spoke on these things before. Estamos hablando, hermanos, que necesitamos, va a ser un día vamos a quitar las máscaras. Pero cuando se dice, puedes quitar el máscara, vamos a quitar el máscara de máscaras, que está cubriendo, uh, how do you say, hypocrisy, hipocresía. Que muchas veces venemos aquí y, y saltamos y cantamos y lloramos y todo eso, pero en nuestras vidas no estamos viviendo como el propósito que tiene Dios para nosotros. Y por eso no se está sintiendo algo en, en nuestras vidas. Pero se puede sentir, rápido se puede sentir, se puede que, quebrar cadenas, rápido se pueden quebrar. No es algo de, este, de ser triste en estas cosas sabiendo que Dios puede cambiar en un momento estas cosas. Y eso es, nomás lo puede ser el Señor. Hay personas como estaba hablando el pastor de que, se va, que van para uh, hospitales para la droga. Y hay personas que Dios lo hace en la noche. No necesitaban nada. Pero Dios es lo que lo hace. And it's powerful when we see that there's people that will go to rehab centers and then there's people that it's prayed for and they, and they felt this purpose that came over them and they didn't need anything. All they needed was their faith to ignite. And that's great. And it's powerful. And it should be, we should tremble at it because it's so mighty. And we should trust in it also because it is mighty. 1 Corinthians 12, 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Porque de la, la manera que el cuerpo es uno y tiene muchos miembros, pero todos los miembros del cuerpo, siendo muchos, son un cuerpo. Así, así también Cristo. Para nosotros, hermanos, hablando de propósito, es importante como habla Pablo aquí, que en la, en la iglesia tiene muchos miembros. Tienen propósitos esos miembros. La primera cosa es hacer la voluntad de Dios. Estamos escuchando la palabra, sabemos que tenemos una palabra que estamos siguiendo. Pero cada uno de nosotros tenemos un propósito que Dios lo está llamando. Y, y, y cuando se haya ese propósito que entendemos, mi propósito es para ayudar personas que han pasado eso, porque yo pasé esto. Qué bonito cosa. Como dijo el pastor una vez, el Señor me llevó por cáncer para poder ayudar a personas que, que pasan enfermedades, para entender, entender lo que están pasando. You know, brothers and sisters, it's a beautiful thing uh, as the church has many members like Paul's talking about here and, and all the members are different that we may understand one thing that even though we're all different, we have one purpose which is doing God's will. That's why we read the Bible. This is why we, we're, we're eating from the same food here. This is, it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm saying, hey, brother uh, James, I'm going to give you a, a, a ribeye 
and, and Gabriel, I'm going to give you a, a little piece of pork. No, the, the, the meal's the same. It's how, it's how our body's taking it and consuming it. And what's beautiful is when we can start to look, instead of looking at our past as something holding us back, it start to understand that our past could define what our purpose is going to be and how to help people and how to be there for people. There's strengths here and, and, and struggles that had happened. There's things that have been seen here, like I said, that we could just say, whoa, you, if you only understood, or we could start saying, this is my purpose to, to, to edify in this way when I see opportunities. Pastors called it out when he has seen, you know, somebody that's gone through different types of struggles. Uh, brothers can be helpful in those. Sisters could be helpful uh, to other sisters that have gone through things. And this is the church, the living church, the moving church, not a stagnant church like Pastor was talking about on, on Sunday. Not a church that's still, but a church is that is looking to hear God's voice and is prepared to move in moments where there's confusion and there's doubt. People are not knowing what to do. Not, not, not as, not as a, a church that sheep just start to wander. And there's no gain in that. What is that sheep doing over there? No, a church that's prepared to follow Christ. And do the will of Christ. And be subjected to Christ. Importante para oír la voz de Dios. Porque lo está mandando mensaje de para guiarnos. Estamos escuchando su voz. Yo no sé si estoy escuchando su voz. Estoy creyendo que lo estoy escuchando, pero todavía, todavía me siento bien. Uh, how do you say empty? Vacío. Me siento vacío. ¿Por qué te sientes vacío? Algo te está quitando de recibir la comida de Dios. Son pensamientos de, en, en lo que estás batallando ahorita en tu vida. Son pensamientos en lo que has batallado en tu pasado. Es importante identificar lo que es. Y te está hacer sentir vacío. What is making you feel empty at times? Is it your current state? Is it your previous state? Or is your doubt in your future state? Something's holding you back and not allowing you to break free and see the potential that Christ has put in you, instilled in you, and it's just keeping you stagnant and still. And we want to break free from those things, amen? Let's turn to Romans 15.1, brothers and sisters. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Such an important uh, uh, passage here that Paul um, writes here to the Romans. A very prideful group of people, you got to imagine, right? Believers in Christ, but also they've seen great things within their own community that they could imagine, you know, you know that humility probably wasn't high on their list. Think about this for a second. You know, you've seen probably movies of it. You've probably seen things that would make you think that these people were were, were, were probably Mexicanos of Italy. orgullosos los romanos. Personas que avanzaron muchas cosas en su tiempo. 
y lo estaba hablando algo bien importante aquí comienza a hablarles, a hablarles Pablo es importante la humillación siendo humildes como comienza aquí diciéndoles that he says here he starts off by telling them that we may be you know strong ought to bear infirmities of the weak and and it's not and it's not just you know you see, you hear infirmities like pastor was talking about you know we go to a physical sense, uh, sense all the time but it's also a spiritual sense here that if, if brothers are struggling spiritually here in infirmities that those that are strong must pray must must work must must apply their thoughts to these things if we're not thinking about brothers and sisters that are no longer here those that are strong if we're not then what hope do those that aren't here anymore have we're just thinking that they're not here and that's enough that's not enough because we should be strong and we should be meditating and praying for those and knowing that that in that prayer and meditation that God honors these things like Paul talks about here as he said here verse 2 let every one of us please his neighbor for his good for for his good to edification Verse 3, for even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Verse 4, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now this is important, brothers and sisters, because we've heard this before. It's also written in Timothy that every scripture was inspired by God. But right here it says that they were given to us as an example. And it says that we ought to learn through patience and comfort of the scriptures that we might have hope. What is this hope that we may have? That we saw the Paul struggle into these things, into obedience. And we struggle, and we're struggling into obedience. That we saw the Peters deny Christ and then serve Christ till the end as we've denied Christ and we're serving Christ till the end. That we've seen murderers, that we've seen liars, that we've seen uh, uh, adulterous people come to the feet of God, of Christ, and dedicate their lives to him. That we should have hope. And not feel like, oh, 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 I'm, this is too much for me to receive this mercy and grace from Christ. And as we study the Bible, and how beautifully it's written, it gives us hope. Hope to fulfill his purpose that he's called us for. What is that purpose? What is that purpose? It's beautiful when we start to recognize that that purpose is. And sometimes it's it's a horrible thing because it, it it really, that could depress you as saying, all this time, all this time I could have been living my purpose. Muchas veces, hermanos, es una cosa para entender que, que es el propósito de Dios, pero cuando lo reconoces, también puede, puede traer tristeza porque estamos pensando, todo este tiempo podía estar siendo el propósito, el propósito que tuvo Dios para mí. No lo estaba haciendo. Pero ya no de gastar este tiempo. Como estaba hablando aquí uh, Pablo a los romanos. La palabra de Dios es importante porque 
muchas veces estamos leyendo, estamos viendo los ejemplos de Pablo, los, los, como falló, como falló uh, Pedro, pero como vivieron sus vidas después de esto. Hasta el fin triunfaron y vieron la misericordia, misericordia de Dios y lo recibieron. ¿Has recibido el misericordia de Dios? ¿O todavía estás uh, viviendo en, en, uh, en, en la, un, una vida sin esperanza? Have we received this mercy from Christ? Are we still living a hopeless life? Thinking that, oh, you know what? His salvation didn't cover it all. Didn't answer it all. And I think we must believe it did. Amen. Verse 5. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. Verse 6. That ye may know, that ye may with one mind and one, with one mouth and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 7. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Para nosotros, hermanos, nuestro propósito es para reconocer que Dios apuso una fundación aquí en este en este mundo. Lo ha, lo ha, ha venido aquí para establecer esto, para que lo, nosotros lo podamos seguir. Y en su palabra está escrito todas estas cosas. Estaba hablando aquí Pablo a unos romanos que muchos de ellos han peleado guerras, han estado en batallas. Pero nada de eso, como si lees en romanos, nada de eso se compara al batalla que vamos a tener en nuestras vidas contra la carne. Nuestro número uno enemigo no es alguien que está pensando ahorita lo que puede ser a nosotros. Es nosotros mismos. Porque vienen muchas cosas en nuestros pensamientos. En nuestras dudas. Y, y no, no nos sentimos que somos suficientes. Y eso es nosotros pensando eso. No alguien diciéndonos eso. We're our number one enemy sometimes. Not because somebody is telling us these things. But because we're telling ourselves things. That's not allowing us to, to live a purpose-filled life in Christ. And it's sad when we get to a point where we're not able to live to what God has called us to live. And we don't see ourselves as God sees us and loves us and has put hope for us. So what's going on in our lives when we're when we can't see what's what God has for us or we cannot hear God's voice in the midst of chaos. There's a lot of things going on. And, and, and again, we think there are blessings. There's a lot of stuff happening, a lot of action happening, but we're not hearing his voice or seeing the path that he's called us. And that's why this emptiness happens. And then what ends up happening is this emptiness starts passing on to our children because our children are looking for something. Mom and dad are okay, I'm okay. Mom and dad are the ones that took me to church. If they're okay, I'm okay. You, you can tell a lot when you see instability in your kids. It's how stable are you? 
because we project something. It's easier for them. Mom and dad are okay. And I'm not just saying that. You can ask them. (laughs) Some of them that have lacked that in their lives, you can ask them. Trust me that the Lord will bless us because we have humbled ourselves before him. And, And our kids... Understand, my you know, my son that's in here, I'm the first one to say I might not know it all, but I know one thing that it's been because of God that I am where I'm at today, and I'm grateful, and I'm grateful that He has matured enough to understand that there are trips and falls that, as adults, we will have, but there's also a process after that that He's experienced, and a humbleness, and and and. And in the process of being forgiven. Because we're not perfect. We're designed by a perfect God, but we're not perfect. And we come here seeking this perfection from him. Asking that he give us this perfection. God, we are serving this marvelous light. We're going to the perfect one. Somos perfectos y muchas veces nuestros hijos están buscando algo, quieren algo, están buscando algo y tienen una confianza que mi madre y mi padre, ellos me lo van a dar, ellos me van a dar algo bueno. Pero para nosotros es una batalla, estamos dejando cosas del pasado y y fallamos a veces. Pero para dejar todo, ¿qué chance va a tener nuestros hijos? Somos cobardes y no lo entramos a la batalla. Pensando, por, yo, yo voy a fallar, fallar porque hago, na, a, a, hago algo. Porque yo sé que voy a fallar. Es importante a entrar, como estaba hablando aquí Pablo, a los romanos. A seguirle a Dios. Y también a servir cada uno de nosotros. En pensando en estas cosas. Ese es un propósito que tenemos aquí como miembros. Debe doler si pasando todo eso, si hermanos y hermanas no vienen para atrás, familias no vienen para atrás. Debe doler si no oramos, si no estamos uh, uh, velando en estas cosas. Pero debemos también entender que esto es esto es también el propósito, no es el propósito, es propósito también, pero es el proceso de andar con Cristo. El tiempo, los tiempos que vamos a pasar, el tribulación que va a venir, el quemazón podemos decir, se va a enseñar muchas cosas. Y es algo temoroso eso, no lo digo nomás confiadamente que no me va a pasar nada. Yo sé que nuestras fees va, va a ser, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Tested, probadas. Pero nuestra fe va a, estar, va a ser probada. And we know that our, our faith is going to be tested. And, and, and we're going to go through different tribu- tribulations and trials. And, 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 and the sadness is if we didn't, if we didn't, weren't vigilant for those that 
could be missing or aren't here. But there's a truth to that, that some of them went through trials that, that they couldn't get out of it. Why? Because they were receiving the same food. The same menu was being received, was being uh, given, but some just weren't consuming it. And that's the sad part. And it's beautiful when, you, when you've learned something and you can apply it. Isn't that a great thing when you've learned something? I remember that. I studied that one time. I remember, I I know where to go back and look for it. Or it's a beautiful thing when you're going through something and you at least know where to go to. I think I can fix that. I think I can do that. And that's the hope that we have is the word of God has has given us this hope that we can go to something that's going to fix something in our lives. Esa es la esperanza que tenemos, hermanos. Qué bonito es una cosa cuando, cuando piensas, yo sé el problema que estoy pasando ahorita, si es algo físico, como componer algo en tu casa. Yo sé cómo hacerlo. Yo me recuerdo que alguien me enseñó eso. Yo sé dónde ir para aprender eso. Ahora, a, ahora aplica eso espiritualmente. Tenemos un, 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 uh, un lugar, una un, un, un palabra de Dios que podemos ir y hallar componer algo que está pasando en, nuestra, en, en nuestras vidas, para componer algo, para avisar a personas. Pero qué cosa si estamos recibiendo esta palabra y no lo estamos aplicando en nuestras vidas, o, o, o no, no lo estamos recibiendo y guardándolo para aplicarlo. Eso es triste. If we turn to Ecclesiastes 4.9, mejores, mejores son dos que uno. Porque tienen mejor paga de su trabajo. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Verse 10. Porque si cayeran, cayeran, el uno levantará a su compañero. Mas hay, hay des, del solo. Que cuando cayeré, no habrá segundo que, le, que lo levantaré. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. And that's our thought right now in in our purpose as a church, is that we're not alone. But sometimes we act alone. Sometimes we're falling and we're not asking for help. We're not asking for prayer. Eso, eso es importante aquí en la iglesia, hermanos, que no estamos solos. Pero muchas veces uh, estamos viviendo una vida sola. No estamos pidiendo oración, no estamos pidiendo cuando necesitamos ayuda. Pero no estamos solos aquí en esta batalla. Todos nosotros estamos pasando algo. Todos nosotros nos falta algo. Por eso, eh, primera cosa Como una iglesia, nuestro propósito es pensar en estas cosas que no estamos solos. Cuando se necesita algo, estamos pidiendo oración. Cuando nos falta algo, estamos pidiendo ayuda. Tenemos orgullo, a veces no queremos pedir ayuda. No no, No voy a pedir ayuda. ¿Qué es eso? Qué bonito es cuando pedimos ayuda y... Qué bonito es cuando lo recibimos y lo damos la ayuda cuando alguien, otra persona lo necesita. 
How beautiful it is when we ask for help that we don't have pride to ask for help. But there's some of us that have pride, we don't ever ask for help. We don't ever ask for help for anything. That's pride. It's not, it's not that oh, I'm going to do it myself. It's just you have pride. But it's beautiful when we'll ask for help. But it's even better when we give help. And we're not just always asking for help. But that when we've received our help, we've appreciated that we now want to give help. And this process continues. And that's a beautiful thing. If we turn to Hebrews 10, 24. Y consideremos los unos a los otros para provocarnos al amor y a las buenas obras. I like this one. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Our purpose, our purpose. Let us consider each other. You know, some of us, we can provoke each other just by being good, us being good. If you're good and you're like, hey, come on. Imagine this. We give, just give you a quick example right this. If you yelled at your kids all the time, I laugh because maybe I yell at my kids all the time. That's why I laugh. I think I do. <laughs> now, that, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm all guilty now. I feel bad. But if you yell at your kids all the time, right, you keep trying to keep them straight. That's, that's, that's the reason why, James. I try to keep them straight. But you yell at your kids all the time, and then you, you, you're with people that don't yell with their kids, and their kids, you start, you kind of get provoked in a good way. You, know, you get provoked in a good way. You're like, hey, they're not yelling at their kids, and their kids are doing okay, they're good. In other cases, you want to tell them you need to be yelling at your kids, that you see your kids. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody's got a good humor, I guess, tonight. I guess Pastor, Pastor with the, Pastor had me rolling up. I don't know if everybody heard me laughing. I was translating about the ironing and all that. It's like, oh, man, how's he going to get out of this one? How's he going to get out of it? <laughs> he even said it too. But you can provoke people by good deeds, by a different way of living. You provoke people to the way you show love, the way you are considerate. And, and I remember one time, it's funny, I'm not going to say who it is because people know who it is, but I, but I had <laughs> I had a cousin that, you know, I bought him a, a present for his birthday one time, and he got mad at me. What'd you do that for? I was like, that's your birthday. He's like, nah, now i got to buy you one. So he told me. Muchas veces, hermanos, podemos provocar a personas para hacer bien, como si, si estás con ellos y, y, y siempre tú estás gritando a tus, a tu, a tus niños y ves un, un um, how do you say, a couple? Una pareja que tan, uh, sus hijos nunca los gritan y, y tu, sus hijos están bien. Tú te sientes mal. ¿Cómo lo están haciendo ellos? Y yo, yo batallo en esto. Y eso es una provocación que es bueno. O si ellos enseñan mucho amor, siempre están, necesitas algo, estás bien, no te puedo ir. Y piensas, eh, esa persona está, te sientas mal. Y eso es para una buena cosa, para hacer cosas más buenas en tu vida. Una vez que yo compré un regalo a un primo y se enojó conmigo. 
¿Por qué me lo compraste este regalo? Es tu cumpleaños. Pero ahora necesito comprar algo a ti. Me dijeron. Nunca, yo, yo nunca pensé eso. Mi, mi esposa dice, me, me dice siempre. ¿Quieres probar mi, lo que estoy comiendo? Yo lo digo no. Porque vas a querer lo que estoy comiendo yo. My wife will ask me sometimes. you want to try what I'm eating? And I'll say no. Because then you'll want to try mine. She just does it, I think, sometimes because she can't finish it, though. That's why she'll tell me that. But we can't be provoked into good things. And that's a good thing. As a church, we're growing. And there's different ages in this. I've mentioned it before. I always remember it. It always sounds, it always comes to mind. Brother James telling me that. Brother, be patient with us because we're, we're barely getting into this race. I remember when he told me that. And God rebuked me in, in that term. It was a good thing, he said. Because we must show patience as we're all growing. That's beautiful when we have this patience and we have this love for each other. And we're encouraged for that. And we start to remember how we were when we were at that state. And I remember that and God revealed that to me. And we keep on reading here verse 25. Hemos aquí. Versículo 25, hermanos. No dejando nuestra congregación como algunos tienen por costumbre, más exhortándonos y tanto más cuanto veis que aquel día se acerca. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Brothers and sisters, this is important what we're doing here, congregating together. And sometimes we don't feel comfortable when we're congregating together. Why? Because some of us, we feel like we can't worship. We feel we're, we're not free in things like this. And we must understand that this is, this is a part of uh, walking in the things of the Lord is that our, our, our spirit wants to, but our flesh doesn't want to. But that moment that we subject our flesh, ooh, and we give power to the spirit, atmosphere changes. It's always been there. It's not like God says, I, you know, it's not, you know, it's not that you, you just have released space within you now that I can be with you and be inside of you. You've, you've vacated things that needed to be gone. Now I can fill them up. So what is this that's not allowing us to find our purpose in the things of the Lord. What is it? Is it are we, are we think it's suffice where it's at? Is that what, are you happy where it's at? You, you content just writing it out this way? Or are you, like I've always told you, and I've, it's always been my thought, is that when I'm lying there in my deathbed, did I live the purpose that God had called me for? Did I give up just because it got a little difficult? Did I give up because it didn't go my way? that I continue seeking the Lord. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even, also, even as also ye do. Por lo cual, consolalos los unos a los otros y edificaos los unos a los otros así como lo haces. Lo haces. 
sometimes we feel alone, brothers and sisters, and we're not alone. We're here as part of the church, but yet we'll leave here and it's just like very, don't let people know what we're going through and what's happening. Is that the way it should be? Is that the way it should be? Is that the way we, we live, you know? Shh, don't tell we got problems, we got problems, but we, our problems stay within our problems. We're going to find out that everything comes to light, and sometimes, again, you know, like Pastor was talking about on Sunday, Sunday too, he says, uh, what is it, it smells like fly, flies, dead flies? Huele mosca? This is the problem right here, and this is why we, we're not entering into this, into this uh, promise that God has has for us, but into our purpose. Because we all have struggles, trust me. Like, oh, you don't have the struggles I have. You have no idea. But the thing is that we need each other. That's a beautiful thing when we realize that we need each other. How powerful it was to see everyone here. Be encouraged by that. Listen, you know, again, this, 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 all these times and these seasons change. I said, these ropes will be teared off, these masks will be taken off, and this church will be full. But we have got to be full because we're the church. Because those moments will come that we are going to have to reach out to those, say hello to those that are new here. The hospital. Some of us is difficult, right? We're introverts. How many introverts here? You know what an introvert is? An introvert's like, I'm fine, I'm content with myself. I entertain myself. I just need, I just need my kids around me. I'm okay. Extroverts are thinking always of other people, and are afraid to engage with people. I hear there's a balance that we must carry. That Paul talks about here. There is an importance of being self-reliant in oneself because of Christ, but it's so important to show the spiritual love to others. Break free from those things. You think you're doing God's will? You think God's will was like I sent you in this, your purpose was not to talk to anybody and not to and to run out of church right when church is over. Oh, we got plenty of excuses for it. We, you know, there's no good excuse for it. There's a love that we have for each other. And a thought that we have for each other. And that's that is so powerful. It is God saving this spiritual love that we have for each other and what God has for us, amen? Romans 14, 19. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Así que sigamos lo que hace a la paz y a la edificación de los unos a los otros. Look at this. Let us what? Follow after. Let this be a part. If this isn't a part of your, you're going to have a difficult time finding your purpose if this isn't a part of the purpose. Peace. Let there be peace. If there's not peace, if there's, if there's struggle, if there's things, you know, the, the, things will happen, things come. But let there be peace and what you're looking for. Like I said, you know, there's, there's, there's trials and tribulations that will come and want to take away peace. 
And sometimes that peace just leaves very quickly. Sometimes we go back into old things very quickly. Why? Because we weren't following after that peace. But man, when that peace comes and you just, you feel a little bit of that peace, you don't ever want to go back. And like Pastor told his friends at one time that would honk their horn in the middle of the night, he says, hey, after these years that I've been serving Christ, you think, you don't think that if it wasn't good for me, if the peace wasn't here, that I wouldn't be there drinking with you guys and hanging out with y'all? I'm a grown man. That's how I used to do those things. But he had found something peace that he didn't find in the world. And he followed it all those years. So grateful for that. And we must do the same thing. As we found this peace, we chase this peace. We keep on adding it until it consumes us. But there's some people that haven't, they, they tasted that peace they've picked instability. They picked chaos. And you can see it. Help us, Lord, if we don't chase after this peace. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Erero? Irero? How do you say it? Hierro. Hierro con hierro se ausa. Ausa. Y el hombre ausa el rostro de su amigo. Qué bonito, hermanos, como dije que. Siempre, siempre, sí, yo he pensado eso. Hay muchos, hay diferentes personalities. How do you say that? Personalities. <laughs> Personalidades, eso, hermana. Muchos diferentes. Para unas personas que quieren ser el más vivo en el cuarto. ¿Eres tú eso? Yo quiero saber más que todos. Si tú eres eso y, y si tú sabes más que todos, hay, tú, tú no tienes... Personas que te tan challenging. How do you say that? ¿Cómo? Retando. Para avanzar. Tú te crees tanto que no estás aprendiendo nada ya. Siempre. Si, si quieres uh, entender más. Estar con personas que entienden más. Pero si tú. tú te sientes bien humillado. ¿Qué voy a decir? ¿Cómo voy a hablar? ¿Qué? Eso no es, es una oportunidad para aprender. Y como dice aquí la palabra de Dios, muchas veces no queremos, no queremos eso. No queremos enseñar algo que, que no tenemos algo. Y estamos con personas que se sienten bien. Ay, yo me siento bien aquí estando con personas que est están en mi nivel. ¿De veras? ¿O quieres estar con alguien que vas a necesitar a pensar cómo hablar mejor? A pensar cómo actuar mejor. Oh, es importante. Mira, mira. Para, el, para el mexicano es bien importante. Y yo que, que conozco muchos mexicanos y que soy mexicano. Hay muchos que no lo importan. No importa. 
Si es importante estas cosas. Si quieres avanzar en tu vida. Espiritualmente hablando también. Sometimes brothers and sisters. We, 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 we'll hang out and. And, 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 and we'll hang out with what's comfortable for us, right? If I hang out with what's comfortable, I'm not challenged. That's why when we get to church, we feel challenged and, we don't, and the spirit's not there. But when we start to hang out with others and we're like, hey, I, I, I got I to talk different. I've got to act different, better. I've said before, if you're the smartest person in your group, then get a different group. How is that challenging to get better? moment we challenge ourselves and not only that that we start to help those that we love in this challenge is the stronger we get and that's how the church can advance because iron sharpens iron i'm gonna ask the group to pass on up colossians 316 colossians 316 la palabra de cristo habita en vosotros en abundancia, en toda sabiduría, enseñándonos y exhortándonos los unos a los otros con salmos e, y, y, y himnos y canciones espirituales, con gracia cantando en vuestros corazones al Señor. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. What's, what's going what's gonna to dwell in us? All wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. This is what's important as Paul was writing here to the Colossians, brothers and sisters. You see, Paul was a Pharisee. See, Paul persecuted the church. Paul thought he was better than people that were following Christ. And you see Paul here always trying to push away that mindset and lean more to helping each other. As he would establish churches in all these different regions, all different types of personalities, he would ask people help each other. Love each other. But also exhort each other. Provoke each other into goodness. What do I do? What do I say? How do I act? And those are all great thoughts if you're trying to grow. But if you don't care, stunted in your growth. You're not thinking how you could be a better wife, a better husband. You think you've already capped out and you haven't even reached level one. It's beautiful when we're humbled and God speaks to us. It's sad when we think that the course that we're taking is the right course and yet we're still a foot in darkness. And that was the first thing that we should have let go of. It's sad when we're living another person's purpose, thinking that we're living our purpose. Oh, I want that. That's what I want. Really? 
That's where you're going to limit yourself is what you're seeing in somebody else? What if God has something greater than that for you and you just said, that's what I want, God. I'll settle for that. Muchas veces, hermanos, el ojo es la cosa que vea, cosas que creemos que es algo que queremos, que se necesita. Pero Dios tiene más grandes cosas que, no, que nuestro ojo no ha visto. Necesitamos creer eso. Entender eso. Why don't we all stand up and pray, brothers and sisters? Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're so grateful, Lord, for your precious word, Lord. We're so grateful for what you give us, Lord, in times that we need, Lord. We ask, Lord, that this word, Lord, that we cherish and that we hold on to this, Lord. Lord, that we may understand and identify and seek out our purpose, Father, and not just think that our normal routine's enough, Lord. Because as 2020 snuck up on us, Father, let's not take for granted, Lord, that your blessings, Lord, got us through it, Lord Jesus, but there's other things that are coming, Father, that we must be prepared for. And that your word and only your word can strengthen us and stabilize us, Father. Not our own strength will get us through these future things, Lord, but your word and the strength that your word has in, in us, Father, will get us through it. I ask, Lord, that we convict ourselves, Lord, if we're still in darkness, Lord, and we're still seeking out dark things, Father, that our desires and our purpose, Lord, are in dark things, not in your will, Father. That whatever we do, Lord, that we honor you, Jesus. Whatever we do, Lord, that we respect you, Father. If we want to honor you in our lives, Lord, and testify of you in our lives, Lord, then the path, Lord, that you've laid out for us, the purpose in our lives will reveal itself, Jesus. But the more that we seek out our heart, Lord, the more that we seek out our desires and our wants, Lord, is more that the fog hits the ground and we can't see the map. I ask that you bless my brothers and sisters this evening, Lord. The desires that they have, Lord, to fulfill your purpose that you've called them by, Lord. You strengthen a lot of my brothers and sisters. They've been through a lot of things, Lord. And those that are watching and listening, Lord, if you've been through some things, the Lord has a great purpose for you in life. Believe it. Trust in it. God has given you something that a lot of people have just been consumed by it, but now you're hearing his voice understand that these things that you've gone through can really pave the way for a marvelous purpose. Lord, I ask, Lord, that your voice grow stronger and stronger in those that are seeking this. And Lord, that you provoke those that are in need of hearing your voice, Lord. Lord, that we don't trust in our ways, Lord, but that we lean on yours. Oh, Lord, I ask that your mercy, Lord, that is new every single day, Lord, that your love reach out to us, Lord, by showing us in any way that you have to show us, Lord, the love that you have for us, Father. Bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, continue to bless this church and this ministry, Lord, and just continue to guide us, Lord. For everything that we do, Lord, let us do it 
for your will, Lord, and your promises. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen.